With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. We broke the news, Sam. We broke it. Uh, per Adam Schefter, of course on the PFF NFL podcast as we were recapping all of the weed at week eight action, but uh, Derek Henry, what did I say? Recapping all the weed action. Don't worry about it. It's just a, just a, uh, the Freudian slip. Carry on. Nobody heard it. Freud didn't know what he was talking about, to be honest. Week eight action. Uh, Derek Henry. Anyway, he's out uh, for a while. So the early report is he was out for the season with a foot injury. We have, uh, as of right now, Ian Rappaport talking about a six to ten week injury. I know you've done some research on these uh, foot injuries, Sam, and your dad's a doctor and your mom, everybody's a doctor in mm. the family. You know what you're talking about here. So let's get into the Derrick Henry thing and uh, what it means for the Titans, for Derrick Henry, for Ryan Tannehill and everyone else. Yeah, they might be expecting him back late in the season. I'm not sure quite how realistic that is. Um, there have been quite a lot of these injuries in the NFL over the last few years, 40 plus some guys, about a third of them, have come back in under 10 weeks or so, which is the high end of the, the timetable they're given for Henry. And of that group, a bunch of them have needed like pretty swift second surgery to fix this. So I would say the Titans are probably much safer anticipating that Derrick Henry is not back this year. And given that the fact that they've you know, already uh, shut down their backup, they're now basically down to Jerry Mc, Jeremy McNichols at running back, like, to me, the question is, what do the Titans do? Like, they presumably have to make an addition somewhere along the line pretty quickly. And with the trade deadline, you know, happening today at 4 p.m., that doesn't give them an awful lot of time to mobilize and get something cracking. And there's a chance by the time you listen to this, they've already done something. And if that's the case, we will respond to that right now. It's a move they had to make. That's you know, the case. They, this podcast probably never goes out. <laughs> their backs against the wall, Tennessee. They had to make this move insert move X that they just made. If they haven't made the move, then yeah. I mean, it's a completely different offense. I, I had to do some digging and uh, we got to do, we got to do, we need a little history lesson here because it is unbelievable to me that Ryan Tannehill has all of a sudden become one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Not that he hadn't shown signs of that at times with the Dolphins and everything. He was always accurate at the intermediate level, the short level. He always did some really nice things, but since joining the Titans, it really is night and day. Ryan Tannehill's PFF passing grade prior to joining the Titans and having Derrick Henry and that whole, their whole system, 75.5 passing grade with the Dolphins, 91 with the Titans, completely different player. And I was doing some other research, looking at, you know, Tannehill with the Dolphins and Marcus Mariota. Remember the guy that Tannehill replaced? We said it at the time, my analysis was they're pretty much the same guy. Turns out I was wrong. Tannehill has been way better than Marcus Mariota, but going into that move, they were very much the same guy, similar grades, similar sack percentage, big time throw percentage, turnover worthy play percentage. But how much did Ryan Tannehill and his development really depend on Derrick Henry? Eight man boxes, the play action game, the fact that defenses really truly were accounting for Derrick Henry. Um, I'll have some more Derrick Henry numbers too, because he's benefited from Tannehill. But 
What do you think this, what happens now to this passing offense or just the Tennessee offense as a whole? Well, that's the critical thing. It's like, you know, which is the driving force behind all this? Because for the first period of this whole, the Derrick Henry breakout, which essentially started the second Ryan Tannehill came in the lineup. So, you know, cause or effect, you say, well, Ryan Tannehill comes in there. That's when Derrick Henry explodes. I remember, you know, week seven that season, he was the number 11 rusher in the NFL when Marcus Mariota was the quarterback. Then in comes Tannehill. The entire offense is different. And Derrick Henry explodes. And from that point on, he's been the best running back in the NFL. He's been the most productive running back in the NFL. Insane statistics, top to bottom. And so you're kind of left with the conclusion, well, okay, sure, Henry has gotten better. On the other hand, it like a, a switch flipped the second Tannehill came in the lineup. Ergo, like Tannehill is the reason that this is getting better, or at least the the passing game, as we know, uh, it impacts every other running back. It's also what's kind of driving the Derrick Henry explosion as well. But I think in recent like times, like the longer the Derrick Henry thing has gone on, the more you reassess that and say, well, what if actually Derrick Henry was the thing powering this, but Marcus Mariota was bad enough that it it didn't matter. And he was like invalidating everything that Derrick Henry was doing. And all of a sudden, when you put in Tannehill, who's just good enough to take advantage of all the opportunities that Derrick Henry was creating, now you've got something that's cooking and Derrick Henry is kind of now reaping the, the benefits of the things that Derrick Henry was doing in the first place. Yeah, I'll give you the numbers that show Derrick Henry has improved since Tannehill showed up. But don't forget, NFL fans hungry for a big win this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and you win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One for customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Derek Henry. Prior to Ryan Tannehill getting there, he was good. 4.5 yards per attempt. That's gone up 0.6 since Ryan Tannehill took over as starter. He's now over 5. 5.1 yards per attempt. And missed tackles, force per attempt, about the same. Yards before contact are up. So I do ask that question, right? I mean, they are complementary of each other. Tannehill's hitting more throws. And he they also do a little zone read stuff. Not that they didn't do it with Marcus Mariota. A little zone read stuff with Tannehill to take advantage of him. Um, they still run the offense through Henry, right? Even the other day, 28 carries for almost nothing, but they always feed and feed and feed Derrick Henry. But I think the fact that Tannehill has been able to take advantage of those opportunities, as you said, has also helped Derrick Henry. His production has gone up with Tannehill. Also, PFF rushing grade from 83 with Mariota to 91 with Ryan Tannehill for Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean, I think the longer we see the sustained success from Derrick Henry, the more you have to conclude that... Um, like he is actually a really important driving force behind the whole thing, not just the kind of product of the environment that he's in, which is the case for most running backs in the NFL. Like there is a reason that all these big money contracts, they just don't work out, even independent of injuries. The situation changes, the offensive line 
deteriorates, the passing game isn't the same, and all of a sudden that production that the team was paying for evaporates. But that isn't the case with Derrick Henry. Like they've chopped and changed. They've the offensive line has undergone some serious turmoil. Um, things have been different, and it hasn't mattered. Derrick Henry has continued to truck along, and one of the big uh, kind of characteristics about Derrick Henry has been how completely indestructible he's been through his entire career. Like high school, his numbers are a joke. Like the the workload that he got given in high school is an absolute um, absurdity. In college, it wasn't sort of every year, but he did have that one crazy year where they absolutely loaded him up. And then this season, he was on pace for over 500 touches as a running back. Okay, 17-game schedule, et cetera, et cetera, but 500 touches before, you know, finally, eventually something breaks and all of a sudden, like, Derrick Henry proves to actually be human along with everybody else. Yeah, the challenge for the Titans is what does this offense look like because of all of that dependency on Henry, right? Do you still want to run the ball? And yes, they have the number six run blocking grade in the NFL. They were top five last year, so they do have a good offensive line. They have a system that their offensive linemen execute extremely well as far as the run game goes. So it has been Henry plus the O-line that has been effective there. Um, there is, you know, if, if they had a different wide receiver and tight end depth chart, you might say, hey, maybe we're going to spread to throw a little bit more or spread to run. Maybe we're going to change a little bit. But it really is Julio Jones and A.J. Brown and friends. And Julio's been hurt quite a bit. We have a bunch of players with over 10 catches on this team. And it includes guys like Nick Westbrook-Akina and Chester Rogers and Mikol Pruitt and Jeff Swaim. It's not exactly big name players. So I don't know if Tennessee has the options to spread it out and try to win with the pass game first. I think they still have to work through the run game, work that play-action game, um, and you're still trying to get that same production out of Ryan Tannehill, but you have lesser playmakers. Some of those guys are going to have to step up, those guys that don't maybe have the big names like A.J. Brown or Julio Jones. Yeah, and I think they're not going to be able to replace Derrick Henry with another Derrick Henry. They don't exist. Um, And the number of workhorses in today's NFL is very, very small. So I think they're going to have to replace him with some kind of committee approach. There have already been talks that they're bringing in Adrian Peterson to work out. And, you know, Peterson might be able to do some of what Derrick Henry can do from an early down standpoint. Peterson offers nothing in the pass game, like zero ability to be a receiver out of the backfield, zero real ability to be a blocker either in in pass protection. So that would have to be some kind of platooning system. I don't know if the, the Von Miller trade was a for sale sign on Denver's roster, but Maybe a guy like Melvin Gordon could be had via trade. I know David Johnson is a name that always pops up whenever somebody's trying to trade for running backs. Like, Tennessee probably needs to do something. And as always, we hope that by the time you listen to this, those things didn't actually happen. (laughs) Because we're recording this before those things actually happened. So we're just theorizing that it could happen. It could be a thing. Anyway, the Tennessee Titans lose the most valuable running back in the NFL this year per PFF war. Derrick Henry injured. We'll see if he can come back later this season. But either way got to reshape that Tennessee Titans offense. It's the PFF NFL Daily.